everything. It's all I know. It's my, it's my every day. It's my home. I said home last time. And a lot of your guests have said that Mm -hmm. it's everything that I am, everything that I am as a writer came from my, the school system here from good teachers that encourage me. This book is dedicated to those teachers, Mm -hmm. my experiences on the daily friends that I've made in this town, family members that have encouraged me are in this town. So it's everything. It's home. Welcome back to another episode of the Wichita Life Podcast. My name's Landon. Today's guest is Vanessa Whiteside. This is Vanessa's second time on the podcast. The first was to promote her book, 100 Things to Do in Wichita Before You Die. This time, we talk about her newest book, Secret Wichita, A Guide to the Weird, Wonderful, and Obscure. We talk about the difference between her books, some of the weird and obscure places in town, and some you probably haven't heard of, or at least they were new to me. Enjoy this conversation with Vanessa Whiteside. All right. Welcome back to the podcast, Vanessa. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm glad we could get together and chat about the new book, but um, we did do an interview we were just talking about about a year ago. Um, maybe a little over a year ago, um, about your first book and your blog. And so we'll probably touch on that a little bit, catch people up, and then dive into the new book. So can you just tell people a little bit about you? Sure. Um, I'm Vanessa. I'm from Wichita, native. Um, Grew up on the southeast side of town, just um, always very prideful about my city. And I was involved in um, writing from an early age, I guess, I don't know, from high school journalism on through college. Um, Got that journalism degree Mm -hmm. and and never... um, but wanting to write about anything and everything, I really turned my thoughts to like tourism and how can I support my city? And that's what inspired the book. Yeah, I love that. Somebody asked me, I was doing a talk a couple weeks ago and somebody asked if I consider myself a journalist. And I said, I, not a capital J journalist, but a lowercase <laughs> J journalist. But do you consider yourself a journalist? I think so. I think some of those things that you learn <clears throat> in journalism school just stick with you. Mm-hmm. Like your need to get the facts absolutely perfect as you can. Sure. I mean, I really strive for this in this book because that's so much history included in it. Yeah. Um, and doing just thorough research and just the way you interview people. Yeah. I mean, this is great. You're doing yeah. journalism right now. Yeah. So the whole question answer coming prepared and, sure. and those things. So I would say you're a journalist. Oh, yeah. You're a working journalist good, now. Good, yeah. good to hear. Um, so last time we, we talked about your book, which was a hundred things to do in Wichita before you die. Um, we talked about again your experience of school, journalism, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I guess what's new besides this book? So are you doing a lot with the One Delight for Life blog still? What oh is my that gosh, that has picked up so much steam since this time yeah. well, when we talked last. Sure. So um, yeah, I was really honored to attend a bunch of different conferences, which led to new work. Awesome. Um, so I've branched out beyond the state's borders. Very nice. You've seen me in Missouri lately, yeah. Iowa. I'm heading to Wisconsin on Monday. Wow. So my goal is to provide my readership um, some ideas of where they can travel, where it's like affordable and things that they can do, whether it's traveling as a couple by themselves or with their family. I typically travel solo or with somebody else. So Mm -hmm. a lot of the content is focused on that. Sure. I think it's cool to show like what's within striking distance driving. It's like you can drive anywhere. We're right in the middle, but it's like you don't want to drive to New York or Florida or something, which I've I've done both of those, but (laughs) it's not exactly fun all the time, but unless you love road trips, which I I do, but with families that can be hard. So it's kind of cool. You can show what is within kind of striking distance. for. Yeah. I mean, we have more than enough um, in Kansas that's within a decent, Mm -hmm. you know, drive or Oklahoma or surrounding states. And then also, um, 
right now I'm trying to start focusing on like direct flights from Wichita. So mm. I'm always paying attention to yeah. Dwight D. Eisenhower Airport when they're announcing like a new flight sure. somewhere um, because that makes it more accessible for yeah. everybody. And so. I think I've seen what DC recently, semi recently. Yeah, DC, um, Phoenix. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole bunch of new ones. Are there any that we don't have that you want? Oh, of course. <laughs> what, what, what are your top couple that you would like? Oh, man. Okay, so regions of the United States I want to explore that I haven't yet would be, um, I want to go to the Northeast, like the far Northeast. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think we'll ever, ever direct flight to, like, Maine, but, I mean, what if we did? Yeah. I'll be there. That'd be amazing, yeah. Um, I don't know. No, we don't have direct flights to, like, Boston I was about to say, yeah, or right. anything yeah. like that. Um, gosh, just just more of the country. Yeah. Like, if you put it there, I'll probably take it. For so, sure. Yeah. yeah. I love that. It keep They keep expanding. So, and it seems like we're breaking records every year. So I think we'll probably continue to get more flights. Oh, no, tourism is hot again. It is. It it's good, good. good to hear after COVID. Um, so I want to talk about how do you balance like social media management? I don't know if you do that anymore versus your blogs versus now books. Like how do you balance all of that? I don't know. <laughs> That's the quick answer. Um, so I'm doing less social media management for clients yeah. now because I've turned my focus to what I do a lot of, which is writing and travel writing. Sure. Um, I still have a client or two, but, um, yeah. So you ask about balancing time or managing time. I don't know, man. It's like, it's like you, you probably get up early with a long list of thoughts oh, yeah. and I have to write them down immediately mm-hmm. over that first cup of coffee. And then I just hit the ground running and I haven't slept much this week because yeah. no, <laughs> there's so much that. going on, but yeah, you just make sure you get it all done. Mine is usually uh, 10 sticky notes that I then consolidate to a list that then doesn't get done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm slowly getting there, but it's like, I need to make like a, okay, this is the next 24 hour list. Not every thought that I have a list. And right. Then, <laughs> right. You just have to like give yourself some grace. Like you can't hit it all. No. And if you saw that I still use a paper calendar, yeah. phone calendar, a computer calendar, it's like, how do I sure. feel so rushed? And I, I feel know. like I switch what I do every time. It's like, okay, this month I'm going to write it all down by hand. Next month I have a Notion document or something, and it like slowly shifts, yeah. thinking the next one will be the, the I don't have the most efficient way to do it, so don't ask me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anyone does. I think people pretend that they do, but I don't think anyone yeah. actually does. Um, so that's interesting because I think last time we talked, you said you were kind of 50-50. I think it was 50-50 social media yeah, management versus that. So that's interesting how that's kind of changed. I took a chance on myself. I went all in, and you know, it's a business that I'm running on my own. You know, yeah. I partner as an independent contractor for all of my travel gigs and um, writing opportunities. So just like writing this book, you know, um, it's a hustle and grind. Yeah. But the more you do it and you just decide like what has the best ROI and you sure. know, is it worth driving hundreds of miles for that kind of trip? It's just right. all those things factor in. For sure. Do people come to you, I guess, is it mostly inbound or outbound as far as like some of those travel gigs? Are you reaching out to Wisconsin, visit Wisconsin, or are they reaching out to you? How does that look? Yeah, so this has been an eye-opening experience in the last year. So having gone to conferences, I've learned that there are PR agencies that you work Mm. with or through when you want to do press trips and media trips. Um, So those people get to know of my name and they reach out to me, which is great. Yeah. and then when it comes to just like towns, chambers, CVBs, economic development groups, whatever, they often hear of me because I've done work for somebody they knew. Sure. Um, and they reach out. But, you know, if there's somewhere that I'm just dying to go check out or I've already done like a short list of research on my phone about yeah. it, then I'm, I'm going to approach them and pitch them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So if you just wanted to take a vacation... Are you going to feel like, let's say Santa Fe or something? Like oh, it's kind of within strike. I've, I've driven to Santa Fe before and it's like it's far, but not that far. It's a long drive, actually. Um, <laughs> Would you reach out to visit Santa Fe and be like, hey, I'm coming to town, and then it kind of comps some of your vacation? Yeah, so that's one way to handle 
tourism is, or, you know, being a paid travel writer is mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm headed your way, um, which I don't do that very often, but I'm headed your way. Um, so once I'm there, yeah. let me send you a proposal for X, Y, and Z, and we'll sure. have a meeting and we'll go from there. Nice. Um, highlighting the things they want to highlight. But um, you bring up a point. I thought you were going to ask a different question was, we'll answer that one do you too. just <laughs> go on vacation and not cover anything? Yeah. Can you? Can you turn it off? Not really. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm always taking pictures, yeah, right? Yeah. And very few get shared on my own like personal Facebook. Sure. The rest becomes content for some future article I could write or yeah. something like well, that. I, I always tell Candace, uh, my wife, when we're out to eat or whatever, I'm just like, I'll take five seconds and take a quick clip of the place or whatever. And I'm like, we may or may not post it, but I'm like, everything is content. That's like, right. You just got to go ahead and have it and then you have it. So, yes, yeah. yes. And people appreciate it once you pull it out on like that random yeah. holiday or whatever it is. You're like, how did they get all of this? Yeah, because sure. it never stops. And I always try to double up. Like if I'm meeting, I don't know, at a downtown apartment or something, and there's a coffee shop next door, I'm like, well, might as well hit oh that before gosh. I head back to the office because I'm like, I'm already down here. So our partners must just be like, again, yeah, like, can like, you come please on. stop this? Well, Candace helps me with uh, the reels that we make, and so oh. she's like, you have how many clips? Like six different places I have to make reels for. She's like, can you just yeah. tell me as you go? Yep. But yeah, it's funny. Um, Good for us, though, right? Oh yeah, for sure. We're doing exactly. our due diligence. That's that's our job now, <laughs> as journalists. Um, so last time we talked too, you mentioned that travel, uh, travel writing and everything else has made you more adventurous. Has that oh, yeah. continued? Would you consider yourself a lot more adventurous? Oh, definitely. I just scheduled a post. I think, what is today? I don't know. It goes out this week on mm-hmm. my Facebook page for One Delightful Life. And I just had this thought, like, what are some of the things lately that I've done for an article or for a social media influence gig yeah. that I would not have done? Mm-hmm. Okay. So one of them, I just started thinking about it. So I recently went to Fantastic Caverns in Springfield. Yes. Yeah. And that was hosted by the city. And I would never go into a cave yeah. because I have two major fears, closed spaces, enclosed spaces and um, heights. Mm-hmm. So when I went to the top of the arch with a press trip nice, route, yeah. um, in St. Louis, I was near tears, but I did it. You know, I got yeah. in that ride that drum looking yeah. thing and <laughs> brought it to the top and I was shaking while it was up there yeah. and it was shaking Good too. Yeah. Yeah. So be, you know, I've put on a, a, what do you call it? A beekeepers outfit Very cool. just yeah. to like yeah. open a hive and take the glove off to get the video. I mean, it's just the things that to get the story. I mean, there's the journalist in me yeah. to get the story. You just have to do it. And so I tried not to avoid too many things, but um, I mean, I've had my preference. So it would be just like safe Sure. Cool. Sure. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good for you. Like pushing the boundaries and stuff. And yeah. How tall is the arch? Like 300 feet, something like that? Oh my gosh. I've just blocked it out. I, I don't, don't remember know. how tall it is. It's for on reference, my blog. the Keeper of the Plains is like 44 feet tall. So I know it's like way bigger than oh, that. Oh, yeah. I've seen, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't been at the top, but we went there for Arch Madness when I was at Wichita State. Right. And it was huge. The and that's why it's an architectural big. marvel yeah. because it's all like equally supported yeah. on its way up. That's so it cool. Built. Yeah, it's so cool. I always joke with my brothers that uh, we should make the keeper of the planes. Like, I love the keeper. Yeah. Let's make it five times bigger. You think? So you, so you can see it from anywhere. That from would space? be awesome. Yeah, honestly. Okay, that, let's do it. That would be awesome. I don't know who's going to pay for it, but that would be cool. Wouldn't it be cool? And I don't know if this is true, but when Exploration Place has their drone festival. Yeah. If this, you can see week, it, yeah. From, yeah. If you could see it from space, that would be pretty cool. I feel like maybe you can. I feel like that was a mention. If in we the can marketing. see, if we can see satellites from down here, you know, vice versa, same thing. Okay, let's make maybe. it happen. I don't know. Come on, Wichita. All right, your new book, Secret Wichita. Tell me about it. How did that come to be? What's it about? Okay, this is a fun one. This is a guide to the weird, wonderful, and obscure. 
It is a series that Reedy Press puts out, okay. insert Wichita as the city. Sure. Um, and after the success of the first book, they asked me, is it too soon to ask you to write Secret? And I was like, nope, because I already have some notes on my phone about some things that didn't fit in that first you know, kind of book. Sure. Um, so this one is very different. So anybody who bought the first book um, noticed that it's a flippable guide mm-hmm. and it's written in an enthusiastic tone. And I did pick all the content of a hundred plus things in it, but um, this one is um, more of a thorough write. So each entry and there's 84 has um, some background information or some historical, you know, notes about it. Sure. Um, all the photography is my own. Um, which oh, it was nice. in the first yeah. book, yeah, but awesome. this is all full color. So this cool. is not just like a quick read and put it down. This yeah. is something that could sit on your coffee table, inspire others to read it, glance Absolutely. through it. So for sure. Yeah. Were you aware that there was the secret series? So yes. I, I didn't know about the hundred things before you wrote yours. And then I saw there was like a Kansas one and some other ones, but I didn't realize there was a secret series. So yes, <clears throat> I definitely knew that I, so, okay. A lot of people, when they picked up my first book would stand in front of me and they said, excuse me, they'd say, you certainly put the troll, the Wichita troll in this book. And I would say, nope, but maybe I'll put it in a future book. Mm -hmm. And so I was already blogging ideas Mm -hmm. where, you know, that fits more appropriately in this book. Sure. Um, So yeah, I was aware of it. I was ready. Is there any overlap between the two? Um, I think there's like two places. I mean, how could I not mention, you know, like the largest hand-painted mural in Wichita again. Yeah, for sure. Um, And the keeper of the planes most certainly needs to be in both. For sure. Um, So I guess, how did you approach what you put in it? Did you have like, I don't know, just like a certain place or thing in mind and then go from there? Because all of them have like some kind of a catchy headline at the top. Or did you come up with some of those and then see what fell underneath? Um, No. Okay. So I knew what I wanted to put in the book, how I organized the book was up to me. Mm -hmm. Um, But the like how in what order things appeared, but the design of the book was already set. So I knew for each section or each entry, I had to write the you know catchy headline, mm-hmm. then the in- intriguing question that gets yeah. you to read on is the hook. Yeah. Um, and then I knew I had to have like a pull out pro tip or an extra fact um, for each one. Yeah. Um, and a couple of readers who have already purchased the book, um, one in fact yesterday told me I really like how it's organized because I might be reading about you know something, um, a landmark or a monument or something, and sure. then the pro tip actually says, hey, if you like this, check out this page. Yeah. So it's kind of like I was thinking about this morning. I. I feel like it's kind of like a choose your own adventure. I, was about, I, almost, I almost said that. I almost said that yeah. as you were explaining it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it's like, it's like that. That's fantastic. I like yeah. it too. I'm, I'm not super organized personally, but okay. I'm an engineer. So I like when things are organized, sure. but yeah, I think it's really cool. I mean, you have like where to find it. I think the pro tip is super helpful and the detail of each thing is awesome. Okay. Awesome. I'm glad to hear you like it. Um, it are the, so in the first book you limited it to the city limits. Did you do that again? Oh gosh, that is a great question. You're right. I did do that in the first book. People were like, what about Tanganyika and Goddard? And yeah, I was yeah. like, it's called Wichita. Yeah. yeah, it is just Wichita. Cool. I did yeah, stick. I yeah. Curious, yeah. I had to think about that for a second for some reason. Yeah. Because so it says Wichita is, uh, in bold letters. Right. On the, front. the next one is secret around Wichita. <laughs> and nearby the suburb, communities. The suburbs. Yeah. And surrounding metro area. Um, what surprised you the most? What in here did you have no idea about? Or was there anything? Or did you kind of have a rough idea of most of the stuff beforehand? Before oh, you started no. doing research? Or? Oh, no. Like I had a rough idea for some things. But then it's like when you're cruising around town, you're like, hold on a second. Yeah. And then I learned about some hidden museums that like, I feel like not enough people know about. Yeah. Um, 
<clears throat> for example, in North Wichita, there's a gentleman who had a personal collection of military tanks. When I say personal collection, I'm talking does. like over a dozen yeah. or more. Um, definitely, I think it might be even at two dozen or something, but it's in the book. But um, yeah, so he was housing them in a facility, a warehouse, and there's some outside as well. But yeah, you can go in and visit it now as a museum. Yeah, I'd never heard of that one. So there was that one. A couple, I took a couple of notes. The Mead Mausoleum, the Steampunk Village. I hadn't heard yes. of these before. Oh, That's super I'm so cool. glad because yeah. I feel like people like you know so much about Wichita. People so. think I do. I, I try to, but I'm definitely <laughs> not. This is this is awesome. So. Okay, same. So um, yeah, Steampunk Village is located in West Wichita. A gentleman who is a, just like a prolific, super talented metal artist and folk like kind of artist. He um, started working in his own studio across the street from his home, mm -hmm. and it became a tourable space and he's called it steampunk village yeah and um so it's probably the only place in the book that's like a quote-unquote private residential neighborhood per yeah. se yeah um but yeah and what was the other one that you mentioned uh the the mead mausoleum yes yeah. okay so we know about well a lot of people know about the founders of sure. our city sure. um, the first settlers and what what they were involved in um but i took it a step further and decided to go find where they were buried yeah and then I dug through countless newspaper articles dating back to like the late 1800s yeah. to read about what their involvement was, good, bad, or otherwise. Sure. And it's included. Awesome. Yeah. How, how, so you mentioned a little bit diving through the newspapers and stuff. What is your research process like? Are you like, you have an idea, just first thing, start Googling, go to the library. What does that process look like? It's all of the above. Yeah. Um, so we are really fortunate in the city to have people that care about history. Mm -hmm. And so they've done a good job, not just from like the curators at our museums, but special collections yeah. um, upstairs in the downtown library is a great place for people like myself and you who need to look a little bit deeper, deeper into mm -hmm. things. Um, those are not books you can check out or whatnot, sure. but you can certainly sit there for a long time. Um, and I use newspapers.com to yeah. look up Wichita Beacon articles. And Very cool. You can see the name change of the newspaper over the, the years. The former and... Wichita Beacon, not the current Wichita Beacon. No, it's no, yeah, very deal. different. Yes. yes, that is back now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Okay, yeah, very different. So, and then honestly, people are a great resource. I mean, yeah. you talk to people, but I had to like, you know, double check my facts and everything yeah. because this book, unlike the first book, has my work cited in the back. So yeah. if you're ever like, how did she come about that that's, fact? That's helpful, yeah. It's there. Because yeah. it's always fun, like, on Wikipedia to go to the bottom and look at all the sources. So it's cool that you have that in the back of the book. Nope. And um, something I always love to look at is uh, Cedric County Museum has, like, all of their old images and stuff. So I love looking mm -hmm. at, like, an old part of town where there's, like, an old, like, Macy's department store in the 50s or something. Yes. And it's like, okay, what is that now? And you're like, oh, my gosh, like, I recognize that building, but this everything else has changed. So it's always yeah. cool to kind of dive into that stuff. Yeah, a hot tip here is if you're doing research or you just want to know more about your city, Wichita, um, go to your university libraries. Wichita State Library has special collections, too, photo, you know, ar archives and, you know, friends and all that. I put both of them in there, and so mm -hmm. I certainly use their resources, too. Very cool. Yeah. How long does it take you to write a book like this? This is like two months, six months, a year. How long does it take you to write this? It up to the deadline, like up to the day before on this one. And I had six months. Okay. Um, every writer, you know, we take a moment to like, okay, I've signed the agreement or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you don't start on it like that day. Of course not. <laughs> You're still generating thoughts, driving around town, looking up stuff. Yeah. Um, but when it comes down to brass tacks, you just, you just go all in. Every free moment was spent working on this book. Very cool. 
for either book, did you have to change anything like last minute because something went out of business or closed or anything like that? Oh, so or? you feel my pain with my first book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. I learned <clears throat> my lesson with my first book in that the first run of it, you get different runs based on how popular it is and how many more books mm-hmm. need to be printed. The first run of it, there was like a business that rebranded itself, changed its name and location, and I was like, and okay, what do we do here? Right. So it is a consideration, but this this book, Secret, which tells a little bit different. I mean, yeah. unless it's a business, which there are a few, or a museum. I mean, the bulk of the book you can go find almost any day of the week on your own, and the things are free to discover. Yeah. So it may be um, something that's a landmark. It could be something that's within a building that's open all the time. Sure. But um, so I think this one's a lot more, um, you know timely in that way. Yeah, for sure. Um, before we go too far, I wanted to make sure you could plug book signings. You have a lot of book signings coming up. Yes, I do. Um, so I would say I have several coming up actually. The best resource to see them all is I created a Facebook page for the Perfect. book. Mm-hmm. And if you just go to the secret Wichita Facebook page and click on that events tab at the top, I think I have like eight or nine more. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a really fun one I want to plug that's coming up at Chicken and Pickle. Mm. I believe it's on Sunday, October 1st, and it's during brunch and bingo or oh, bingo cool. yeah, and brunch. Yeah. Have you ever done that? I have not, but I know about, yeah, I've heard it's awesome. Oh yeah. Gosh, it is yeah. so much fun. Okay, so it's free to play and you can win really awesome prizes. Yeah. I'll have a table over to the side like I did with the last book, generated a lot of traffic. And I want to give a little shout out to Visit Wichita because they supplied a huge giveaway basket full of lots of Wichita stuff. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so I'll be giving that away. You know, so I have to do show awesome. up, enter, enter the giveaway. Perfect. We'll yeah. definitely have to plug that for you. Um, if you had to pick just two or three places that people should go check out, if you had to pick out of the whole book, I saw your book, it had a lot oh of gosh. notes. Do you have any that you would just kind of off the top of your head? You mentioned a couple of Okay, pass already, me but. the book. So the, the, I want you to visit all of them, obviously. Of course. So we're just going to switch the this up on you. We're just going to spin it. Okay. So this is one I really like. Um, I'm just doing it random. The book is random. Perfect. In essence, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this is Tiny Town. So what if it was possible to flash back to the 1950s Kansas, Kansas in the 1950s in the blink of an eye? So this is an exhibit that's permanent at Exploration Place. Um, and it's the Kansas in miniature because all things miniature are weird, wonderful, and obscure. Of course. Okay. Of course. So that's a good one, right? That is a good one. We'll do one more for the sake of time. Um, okay. I have lived here all my life and I feel like I've been to pretty much. Yes, I have been to every park at this point, just even for a minute. Right. Um, but I didn't realize that at OJ Watson park, since I had last been there, Mm -hmm. that there's a yellow brick road. Yes. Okay. I mean, that's fun for families too, right? Yeah. That's a great one. Um, and out there artist, Catherine Conrad painted an awesome mural. So there's more into, um, why it's there yeah. and what you can find while you're also there. <clears throat> I love that. Yeah. I think one of them, which I randomly came across it a couple of years ago when we were at, um, I can't remember the park name down in Riverside. Is it Riverside park? Maybe Central with, like, Riverside with park? the little rocks. I can't yeah. it was like solar calendar or something like yes, that. Yes. That's Super in cool. the book. Yeah. I saw yeah. it. I was flipping through the other day, but I didn't realize I was there until a couple of years ago. So I think that'll be another one that people yeah. kind of find interesting. Some people call that the Stonehenge of Wichita. <clears throat> yeah, there we go. Other people prefer it to be called like just, you know, the solar calendar. Yeah. But it was created by a group of artists specifically to or mentioned because they were the leaders of that project. Sure. And they have other, they've put their thumbprint on other things in our city. Mm-hmm. So I also talk about that. Oh, perfect. I yeah. love that. If you had to pick one restaurant, and recommend a meal from that restaurant, where would you pick? Where did this question come That's from? That's just out of the blue. Oh, my God. Um, okay, I'm going to stick with this theme, okay? 
Um, for me, and I was just there recently um, for a press trip, um, I think Prost over in Revolution yeah. is really fun. Okay, because where else can you immerse yourself in German culture in our city? I don't think there's anywhere else. No. Um, and, you know, there's a big um, history about German culture in Kansas. So it's a great place to go because it's highly interactive. I mean, you can go on Oktoberfest, which is coming up. Yep. Um, and there's flags and just authentic artifacts. And there's always imported beer and great food. So, Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Great pick. Great Prost. Pick. Um, I've got a couple other questions, but what else should people know about your book that I didn't ask? Oh my goodness, <clears throat> that it's fun. I think it's really fun. It is I very mean, fun. so my goal in writing books or just, you know, creating social media posts about travel or whatever is that I want you to feel like I feel like I want every day to be something more interesting for you. Sure. And if it's today that you pick up my book and you're like, okay, let's just go do something. Let's go find something new or let's just learn something. Even if you don't want to go there physically. Yep. Um, I hope you have fun reading it. Cause I love that. Yeah. it's a good time. <clears throat> yeah. I think something people need to do a better job about, especially in Wichita is like view our city as if you're a tourist, like people get so excited to go outside of Wichita, but it's like, there's so much here. Clearly you've written two books about it yeah. that people can explore here that they don't know about. Absolutely. And I, and I would take it a step further and that it's our responsibility to really know our city. Yeah. Um, I, I take pride in that. I really try to um, double down those efforts because if we do that, then if we have more pride in our city, then we want to better our city, then we do other yeah. actions that yeah. improve it. So Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, these last couple questions I asked you last time, but I'm curious if your answers will be the same or not. Okay. Um, the first one, is kind of, you kind of read a whole book about it, but what's a hidden gem in Wichita or your favorite spot? Oh, my favorite spot. Um, I'll tell you a spot that I go to often i'm probably there and i'm gonna go sign books there this afternoon i'm probably there every three months is the wichita sedgwick county historical museum yeah and even on wednesday like every wednesday september um even this week they have you know live music out on heritage um plaza park um so i go there because they they have rotating exhibits and then there's always something more to learn Mm -hmm. about you know where we live it's all there absolutely i love that what would you improve about Wichita? Oh, boy. And I remember your last answer. I listened to the podcast yesterday, so I'm curious if you say the same thing or not. Well, since the last podcast, I feel like we did get that huge. Well, we talked about this. I wanted an amusement park. Yeah, you nailed it. I have the Joyland yeah. t-shirt still yeah. I wear with pride. Um, and by the way, there's another roller coaster that wasn't at Joyland mentioned in my book. Mm-hmm. You haven't caught that yep, one yet? Nope, I, I, I was reading that um, yesterday. But yeah, I think, you know, we did get a water park, but it's in Goddard. Like, I just think we need a couple, like, attractions that mm-hmm. generate a huge amount of money yeah. for our city for sure. and bring tourists from across state lines. Yep. Um, we have, you know, Interest Bank Arena, and we have some other venues that bring in people from far away, but I think we could we could add more opportunities. For sure. I was thinking, um, we talked about it last time, but the stuff that Exploration Place is doing, hopefully, is kind of a yeah. gathering place-esque yeah. thing, so that would help. Um and then we were watching some movie on Netflix the other day, and I think it was in London maybe, and they have a giant Ferris wheel. I'm like, let's do that right by the stadium. Right. Why not? Just put a giant Ferris wheel. And we learned when Shields went in how much yeah. people want a Ferris wheel. No kidding. I didn't even know what Shields <laughs> was really before that, but everyone's like, is it going to have a Ferris wheel? I'm like, is that a thing? I've never been to the other ones. But so. it has an aquarium with a yeah, scuba diver. How cool. cool is that? It's very cool. <laughs> they already had the top open. They should have just put the Ferris oh, wheel in there. Oh, you think? Okay. Well, they could have. but <laughs> In the parking lot. Um, what does Wichita mean to you? everything it's all i know it's my it's my every day it's my home i said home last time and a lot of your guests have said that Mm -hmm. um 
it's it's everything that I am, everything that I am as a writer came from my, the school system here, from good teachers that encouraged me. This book is dedicated to those teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, my experiences on the daily, friends that I've made in this town, yeah. family members that have encouraged me are in this town. So it's everything. It's home. That's the perfect answer. Yeah. Two last things. One, where can people find you? Find me. And the book. Everywhere. No. Yes. Um, you can find me at a book signing in October or November. Perfect. Um, but you can find everything online. Um, so... If you're looking for Secret Witch Time information, I'd recommend the Facebook page. Um, And the other book still has its own Facebook page that I still post to. Um, And then OneDelightfulLife.com. I mean, I'm writing something new like every week. So Yeah, I'll be sure to share all of that. And last but not least, I need you to sign my book. Oh, yes, let's do it. I'm going to grab a pen. Okay. Live on air. Okay, so one thing that just occurred to me while I was writing the forward of my last book, which still I maintain for this book, is... Something I write every time I sign my name, which is stay curious. Love it. Yeah, stay curious. You'll never be bored. You'll learn something new. Okay, here you go. My scribble is now there. Perfect. Thank you, Vanessa. Yes, thank you for Thanks having for me. On, and it I was can't a wait pleasure. to get the book in more people's hands and people can check out the weird, wonderful, and obscure witch talk. It's going to be fun. Thank Thanks you so much. Bye. Yeah, appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Witch Talk Life Podcast. Check us out on social media at Wichita Life ICT or our website, wichitalifeict.com. Huge thanks to Jake B for editing and producing our podcast. Have a good one and we'll see you next time.